Yeah, it's a little after 8 p.m. You tuned in to Metro FM Talk here on the mighty Metro. The Competition Commission publishing uh, terms of reference for the Fresh Produce Market Inquiry and uh, gazetted earlier on today. And the scope of the inquiry covers a lot of what we've been talking about. Food prices and uh, f- uh, prices of non-alcoholic beverages uh, driving much of the surge uh, in uh, consumer price inflation and uh, also, of course, uh, the uh, uh, competition authorities here trying to really shine a spotlight on the entire value chain that produces all of the things that we eat and we drink and they're looking into concentration and uh, pricing and market power in the seed, fertilizer, agrochemicals and other markets um, right through from the farmer to the customer, through to the retailer, processor and even through to the exporters. Sipong Wema speaks on behalf of the Competition Commission and uh, joins me now on the line. Kuluwa Maskwa Mgele, Metro FM Talk. Always a pleasure catching up with you. Thank you so much. Thank you very much once again for having us in the program. Thank you very much. This inquiry, I mean, I'm quite interested because you've had a few inquiries as the commission in the last while. I mean, I remember the healthcare market inquiry. There was an inquiry into supermarkets or, or retail. Um, and uh, you've had many of these. And uh, I'm quite, you also had one, I guess, on online platforms, uh, which I understand is also ongoing. But talk to me about this one. And I guess uh, the motivations of uh, looking into this entire value chain, especially in this moment when I guess food prices, as we often told by farmers, are driven by so many things. Uh, yes, indeed. Thanks. Uh, uh, look, you know that over the past, mm. but also uh, we have seen, because we have to monitor prices, but not when it comes to essential food, uh, because uh, you know that uh, in South Africa with a huge population, um, that is really struggling, very poor. Um, these kinds of commodities, they can be um, just a separation between them and poverty. And we have to make sure that uh, those prices um, or those behind those prices do not take advantage of the situation of our people. Furthermore, mm. though, uh, even before COVID, uh, this factor has been a priority factor for the Commission simply because it plays a critical role in the economy. It contributes to job creation, it contributes to food production, making sure that the raw material to supply the number of other items that you mentioned that we consume. Mm. But also, in terms of export-driven uh, um, exchange, there's a lot of income that our producers derive from. It. And therefore, this is a very critical market. We have to make sure that... Uh, Whatever is taking place, they're given our money, doesn't lessen present to start competition. But what we saw during COVID uh, in terms of those prices gives us concern. But also, we uh, published a um, concentration report which basically says concentration in this sector has grown and the number of farmers has decreased. Uh, in 1993, for example, we have 58,000 farmers. Uh, by 2017, we had only 40,000, 40, meaning we lost 18,000 farms. And uh, those big farms, uh, which basically uh, are 6.5% of the entire sector, are responsible for the income of about 67%. That must raise concerns. And that must say to us, are there features in there that may distort, prevent, or even... Um, less in competition. Yeah. This is why we are setting up 
this uh, inquiry. So, so this inquiry, um, I guess, as the sort of name suggests, is you trying to look into what's happening in this market. Often when you do these inquiries, what subsequently follows? So you, you'll spend maybe 18 months looking at this, put together a very compelling report, as some of the reports have been. Uh, what then subsequently follows? Normally what would follow, of course, would be findings. Because we interact with stakeholders and communities and role players, and then we give us information that we can have. Our researchers and investigators will try mm. and dive deeper into exactly what's happening into this market, but also following the leads uh, that you get from uh, stakeholders. So once you do that, you then get to a point where you are going to have your findings, and your findings must then be followed by um, your recommendations. Okay. The recommendations may be recommendations to government in terms of various interventions that we can make in terms of policy, in terms of structural issues, but also, uh, because we have chosen three things, and this is one of the most important parts, is the end barriers to entry with regard to small farmers. Remember, I said the number of farmers have uh, reduced, but also there seems to be a structure faced by uh, emerging farmers in terms of this, and this is why another thing uh, is to look into the dynamics um, in the entire Chain, to look mm. at the inputs, to look at the impact of those in terms of products. And the last thing that we want to look at, we want to look at the efficiency of the entire religion, particularly when it comes to fresh produce markets. We have received information in the past and we are still investigating where there are allegations and there seems to be credible information mm. that those agents are responsible to some extent in some areas or maybe responsible for um, blocking small farmers or for making sure that they do not grow. So these are some of the things that you want to go and, and, and get from the people concerned. But as I said, to make sure that we dive deeper and we are able to find information that can be there to make recommendations, mm. uh, findings and recommendations. But I mean, I guess the, the other element of, of what I, I'm, I'm interested in is to what degree, you, you mentioned a stat there of around 6.5% of all farms being large farms, and yet they account for probably, you know, two-thirds of uh, total income um, between 2017 and 2018. This question of scale, I mean, is scale a limiting factor, I guess, to more competitive and more efficient outcomes in the agricultural sector? Because here we're talking about large, mechanized heavily capitalized chains, you know, in some cases they vertically integrate. I mean, if you think about, you know, uh, the chicken value chain feed through to the slaughter, through to the cold chain, to the logistics, to the merchandising, to the retailer, you know, uh, in some cases you can have a company playing in all of those as just one entity. Um, So is the scale issue something that you're going to be looking at here? And if so, once you find something, what can you do? Undoubtedly, we have to look into that. You must remember, as part of the amendment that we have made the Competition Act, is to boost small uh, businesses by revisiting things like bulk time. Okay. And uh, what we have done there, done in terms of those amendments, is to give equal power uh, to small uh, businesses to be able to have the same time power as um, those big firms. So we want to see the effect of that. We want to see to what extent 
about by speed and impediment uh, when it comes to the issues that you have mentioned. But also, you know, remember from a competition point of view, we need to look into what in the competition language that we call the vertical connection yes. of these companies and to check whether or not these companies that may be related, that um, may uh, then want to own the religion, to what extent are those issues uh, some of the features that we must be concerned mm. and worry about in terms of them not uh, being in favor of the kind of competition that we are investing for South Africa. Yeah. Always a pleasure checking in with you. And Abulala Akulu, thank you so much for taking time out to speak to us. Once again, thanks, Ayah, for having us on the program. Thank you. Thank you very much. Sipong Gweba speaks on behalf of the Competition Commission.